Becoming a bat mitzvah is very important to me because it means that I will soon be considered an adult in the Jewish community, my community, my community, my community, my community, my community. Your bat mitzvah colors made me throw up. Um, hi everyone. My colors did make someone throw up. They were fuchsia and bright orange, zebra print, so like a zebra Dunkin' Donuts type of type of aesthetic. And like in I see why they made I see it. I get it. I get why someone would bar from that, but I didn't even know that, you know. Like why'd someone go out of the way to tell me? <laughs> that person's definitely listening to this. Shout out to you. Shout out to you and only you. I made this podcast because I hate you. Anyway, alright, so, who am I, what is this? I am Bracha, should I like not tell you guys my last name in case this becomes really famous and I want to like have a double life? No, I'll tell you my last name, feel free to stalk me, um, yeah, that's it, feel free to stalk me, um, except, okay, when you google me, you might see that I ran some races a bit slow, I tried my best and it's the thought that counts. I did lie on some of them, so I ran it even slower than what it says. So that's what happens when you Google me. Why am I doing this, and what is this? This is a podcast. Are you ready? It's going to sound like really sophisticated. I want to read it. I want to read what I wrote when I described the podcast. Mitzvah Girl is an interview podcast exploring the experience of coming of age as an Orthodox Jewish woman. Together, the interviewee and I will design a new bar mitzvah for their current selves, built on what it personally means for them to be an orthodox jewish woman that's that's the gist um each podcast episode i'm going to be interviewing somebody and see where it takes me um using like the bat mitzvah design to springboard into other conversations um yeah i see this remember if you're like me and you love voyeurism you love stalking all of that Remember that slideshow that went around explaining what it was like, like growing up socially as an Orthodox Jew? And it felt so novel, like I was finally seen for the first time, like, oh my god, how do you know I go to Florida for Passover and wear hardtail skirts? This is crazy. So I kind of want to tap into that. Let's unpack this weird as fuck culture that we all grew up in. Like... We all play Coke and Pepsi. There's, like, just so many weird, like, norms. I don't know why I brought in Coke and Pepsi. Bruh, like, don't do that. <sighs> That's a wholesome game. Don't throw it under the bus. Like, if we were going to cut and paste some things from this religion and culture, I would not put Coke and Pepsi on the top of the list. Let's start off by setting the scene for Bat Mitzvah season of 2011. Let's take a little trip down memory lane, break down the day. Um, my generation... The 2011 vibes turned 11, 12, not 11, turned 12, became a Jewish lady. <laughs> so Dynamite is playing on the floor like a G6. These are the songs that were looping on Z100. In terms of outfits, we got like those American Apparel skirts with pockets. Um, that would be helpful if we brought it back. So could we try and bring that back? Um, colorful denim. Let's not bring that one back. Connie shutter shades. Um, yeah, I'd bring that back. Supergos, I'd bring it back. Feather in the hair for one week. I would not bring that back. Jeggings, no. Crackle nail polish, maybe. No. Uh. Also, I don't even know if that was 2011, but that feels like it was. Um, sweaters that like fell off one shoulder, like oops. Um, <laughs> or or had like holes in the sides. 
showing your upper we don't need to bring that back colorful scrunchies are already making a comeback and i'm happy anyway those were the outfits that was the songs and it was quite simple it was simpler times because like think about it there was no snapchat no instagram no tiktok it was essentially a social media list world we did have aim um which people were on a lot you did have to keep up with the video chat world i personally didn't um so i didn't have that many you'll see i don't really i didn't have such like i didn't have like friends to video chat i wasn't gonna do that i that was my cake boss time being at home was my cake boss time i'm not gonna video chat you and talk about the day we just had together and experience also to be fair you have to understand 2011 tlc was created in god's image it was unreal like i wasn't about to waste my time talking to somebody when i could be watching buddy valestro's next greatest fond on adventure alana honey boo boo oh my god toddlers and tiaras it was just a different time tlc and i had to i had to take advantage because look how bad it's gone anyway sorry so other people were <laughs> video chatting um yeah and everything you stood for was your username you didn't need pictures you didn't need statuses you didn't need to like be posting on your stories all you had was your username on aim mine was orange rocks 99 and that that's who i was i was a simple woman i stood for the color orange someone was sushi rocks 99 they were a bit more complex they all they liked like sushi so like they were cool like that um but i was orange rocks simple born in 99 so <laughs> this was the world we a lot of our guests me included um this is the world in which we all became went from being a mere girl to a woman the world we became bought mitzvahed um so yeah let me start though by saying if we're gonna be exploring bar mitzvahs i'm a little bit biased i don't love i did not love bar mitzvah season i just didn't have the best bar mitzvah season um i was like an awkward 12 year old and just wasn't it wasn't it for me as far as seasons go this if you go to israel they have a soup festival at a hotel called the imbal there that was that's like an amazing season imbal soup festival season amazing season um that time of the year where like new shows keep dropping new show new show new show amazing season new show season covid engagement season where people started getting engaged after meeting during covid that was that was definitely rock bottom but bat mitzvah is a close second bat mitzvah season 3 out of 10 for me shitty shit 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 and let's discuss why so all right this was my first time i was introduced to what i now know as ugh this is so cringy i don't like that i have to go into this but i kind of do what i now know as the yeshiva league okay so if you don't know what the yeshiva league is it's just a word referring to the social network of modern orthodox jews who go to the same camps schools vacation programs and synagogues and we'll probably discuss this more in depth in later episodes just because it's kind of become a catch-all word for the social life of modern orthodox jews but for 12-year-old bracha we're talking about like the networking aspect of being jewish everyone knows everyone everyone knows about everybody's lives that's what i mean when i say the yeshiva league um so yeah 
I never went to camp. Um, it just wasn't for me. I tried it out once. And I show up and it was so fucking shitty. I don't like rustic vibes. Everyone who goes to camp is like, oh my god, but like, don't you miss out on just opening up your folded chair and sitting on your porch and shitting, shit talking with friends while you're eating your chip, which, and to that I say, no, I do not. I do not miss that. And they're like, but when it rains, it hits. I'm like, when it rains and you're sitting under an awning eating your chip, which, no, thank you. So I did not go to camp. Um, so yeah, this served as quite an issue for Bat Mitzvah season because suddenly Bat Mitzvah season comes around and so many more people are in the picture. Bat Mitzvahs were like this melting pot for camp friends, guy friends, mutual friends. You're just, for the first time in my life, you're like, I was seeing people I've heard all about, but I've never met in person. Like this was the first year people had a reputation. People's reputations began to precede them. Because it was all about who you knew and what like dress you wore when you saw them and took a picture with them in the photo booth or while you danced dynamite on the dance floor. This is like what Bamitsu season felt like to me. So yeah, I did not jive with this new world and often I would have to avoid it. Um, I did not go to a lot of the Bamitsu's I was invited to. And even if I did go, I'd have to call my mom. She'd pick me up literally after 20 minutes. Mom, this is a bad one. Pick me up. Mom, I'm scared. What's that mean, girls? It's like, Mom, I'm scared. It was like, Mom, I'm scared. People are starting to, like, mix dance on the dance floor, and somebody's wearing a cute dress, and I'm intimidated. That's literally what my life was. Um, but, yeah, there are certain problems was, like, that generally, like, never worked out. If they were in, like, a cool party space, such as Space Odyssey, Life the Place to Be, um, yeah, I left early. I just knew. Space Odyssey, nope, I'm out life the place to be nope this lighting is making giving me a headache and like people are doing too much mingling um if the bat mitzvah girl showed me the dress she was going to wear in advance and it was sleeveless i knew i'd be leaving that bat mitzvah early because like if the dress was sleeveless there would probably be a pretty hype dance floor and if there was a hype dance floor i would be overwhelmed so yeah no sleeveless Bombets for girl dresses allowed. Um, lastly, if like there was like there's certain bombitsvas where the invitation was so exuberant, is that a word? So exuberant that you knew the Bombitsa would be crazy and like they would be the parents would be paying for their kids to be drinking not drinking alcohol, but like drinking Red Bull on the dance floor. That's too high for me. I'm out. So I tried to stick to the wholesome bombitsvas. The best bat mitzvahs for <laughs> me were the ones where like I knew the caterer because they did my own bat mitzvah or they owned the kosher market in my neighborhood. Shout out to Alicia. Like he ran Seasons back in the day. So if Seasons was catering, I'm like, damn, like he knows I love like those poppers. And like he just knew me like chocolate covered pretzels. Wow. Lamb chops. Yes. Prestige caterer, Spencer Katz. Shout out to you. You got me. You knew what I liked. Raha, you sound like a mentally unwell 12 year old and for the most part you're probably onto something um i definitely should have gone checked out but i did manage to have a lovely bat mitzvah myself catered to my niche needs at the time um okay i kind of liken my bat mitzvah to like 16 handles you know when you 
are younger and you wish that you could get behind the ice cream shop store and just do your own swirl because that machine looks so fun so then when 16 handles open you're like oh my god holy shit this is my time to shine i'm gonna do the perfect fucking swirl so that was kind of me with my bat mitzvah like all this time i'm seeing like these wax hands these photo booths all these super extra like activities that are done at bat mitzvahs that like what else is there like wax hands photo booth characters games and i just wanted to cut lines so I had a bar mitzvah without anybody really there, but all the infrastructure, the stupid infrastructure one has at a bar mitzvah. I had wax hands, I had care, yeah, like all that shebang. So I had that with only um, my cousins and grandparents and then like 40 girls from my grade. So I had the infrastructure set for a full bar mitzvah with probably I'd say like one sixth of the people because I was overwhelmed and wanted to just use it myself. Um, <laughs> I was so off, oh my god. Um, but in that sense, my bar mitzvah was really, it really was everything I was looking for and more. Um, and for the purpose of this podcast, this is a mini episode, just giving you a taste of what the next few episodes are going to be like, what it, what, just showing you that bar mitzvahs are loaded issues. We've only really tapped into the social issues of bar mitzvahs. I haven't even talked about religious stuff. I haven't talked about, I have not mentioned God once. Let me mention him right now. I forgot to say, okay, I said God's name. I had water. I like said that on one. Okay. Um, okay. We said God's name, but otherwise we need to go more in depth into the God day. That'll be another episode. Um, but I'm going to wrap this episode up now because you've heard enough of my voice. I feel a bit awkward. And I hope you tune into my next episode. We'll finally be interviewing someone. I think I'm a, let's see if I'm a good interviewer. I feel like I probably have what it takes. Um, and other people have what it takes to get behind the mic. My next guest will either be my grandma Susie. She belongs behind the mic, let me tell you. That woman, she has a way with words. And when she has a glass of nice like Cabernet in her hands, she, there's no stopping what comes out of her mouth. So I think we might have to have her on. Or my bestie, Elisa Salamont. She'll have a lot to say. Um, but yeah, this is it for podcast episode number one. Just to wrap up and summarize, we touched upon the social aspect of bat mitzvahs. And I hope to dive deeper into other things such as financial, religious, um, and other stuff linked to coming of age. Um, thank you all for tuning in. My name is Bracha. Follow us on Mitzvah Girl on Instagram, and Shabbat Shalom. It's not Shabbos, it's Sunday. Peace out.